0: Welcome to another episode of the Illusions and Truth Show with Robert Scheinfeld. Welcome to another opportunity to exchange limiting and restricting lies, illusions, and stories for a direct and consistent experience of truth. In the teachings that I share within my sphere of influence that I began sketching out in the previous episode of the Illusions and Truth show, I talk about the fact that you and I are truly what I call infinite beings with more wisdom, power, abundance, and joy as our natural state than most of us can possibly imagine from our current conscious perspective. And that we came here to play the human game. There are three ways, so to speak, that you can play the human game. If we look at everybody that's on the planet who appears to be playing this game and beyond the planet, in the invisible world, so to speak, if you're aware of things going on there, if you believe in life on other planets, whatever, anything that happens to be in the physical universe, so to speak, visible or invisible components thereof. But primarily our focus, as you know, is on this planet and what's going on on the Earth be it visible or invisible aspects of that, there are three ways that you can see that players of the human game, which again is what we all are, are playing the game. The first level is what I will call pure victim. And what I mean by that is, when you're playing the game at this particular level, you feel almost completely powerless and at the mercy of people and forces beyond your control. And there's an enormous amount of discomfort about that. Now, when I say at the mercy of people and forces beyond your control, when I'm talking about people, you know, that would be family members, that would be bosses, that would be friends, that would be the government, that would be the tax service. That would be other people that you see, you know, in stores or restaurants or any kind of a place where you interact, where in general you feel relatively powerless and all of these other people who appear to be outside of you have a lot of power over you. And in the way that you look at it, they have a lot of power in shaping what happens to you. In so many cases, so much more power than you do. And when you're playing the game at this level, obviously... There's a lot of struggle, there's a lot of resistance to the goals and things that you really want to achieve, the things you really want to experience in your life. And there's an enormous amount of discomfort, because when you're in the pure victim kind of a role, it just, for lack of a better term, for obvious reasons, it's not a happy camper kind of a role. By definition, there is struggle, there is want and desire that is not being fulfilled. There are other people who appear to have power over you, who block you from having the kinds of experiences that you want to have. And then when we talk about other forces beyond your control, you know, I'm talking about things, and I'll be talking a lot more about these topics in future episodes, but we talk about other things like the economy. Um, again, the tax service and taxes. Uh, it might be weather Uh, Where you are a pure victim of things like storms and hurricanes and tornadoes and earthquakes and tsunamis, uh, or you're afraid of them, or you know that they exist on the planet and have so much power over you. Other forces beyond your control would be things like diseases, you know, the whole kind of a, a dynamic that we see when you're playing at this kind of a level and in the next level as well that I'll be talking about. You're afraid of, quote unquote, catching a cold. Or somebody being contagious with a particular kind of a disease. Or you're afraid of cancer getting you, so to speak. Or heart disease getting you, so to speak. Because the media blasts out how these are the the biggest killers, you know. And you're afraid of germs and you're afraid of all these other things, again. Forces that are beyond your control. So when you're playing at this first level, again, everything pretty much is... Dangerous is scary, has some sort of a limiting and restricting, blocking, whatever you want to call it, influence on you, and it's a very uncomfortable kind of a place to be because of the strong, strong, strong creation of powerlessness, again in the face of other people and other forces beyond your control, of which there are many more that I have not mentioned, but you get the idea. It's anything outside of you that appears to have the danger to ha- have the ability that's dangerous, that appears to have the ability to limit you, restrict you, block you from having what it is that you want to experience in life, somehow hurt you, damage you, cause you some sort of a loss or even death, or uh, that kind of a thing to somebody else that you care about, whether you have children or a significant other, parents, brothers, sisters, whatever. The powerlessness does not just extend to yourself. It extends to everybody else that you care about, who is at risk, who is vulnerable, who can be hurt, damaged, experienced, lost, killed, um, whatever it might be, from people and forces that are are beyond your control. Now, if you look at, um, in what I call the storyline, if you look at uh, what is going on on this earth, uh, in this earth playground, as I prefer to call it, for reasons that again, I go into in the homework and I'll be discussing more in future episodes, you'll see that the vast majority of the people who are playing the human game are playing at this level. Now, if you were to talk to them, or to use one of my favorite sayings, if we were to put them under a truth drug, you know, and say, hey, do you feel very powerless uh, compared to other people? Uh, at the mercy of forces beyond your control. You know, to one degree or another, you would definitely get a yes along the lines of what I just said. And there may be certain areas of the lives of such people where they would say that they do feel a certain sense of power. And that may come from their intellect, if they, they think that they have a strong intellect and reasoning and logic and thinking kind of a capability. Uh, A person playing the human game at this particular level may have a a very, very strong skill, for lack of a better term. It might be athletics. It might be with math. It might be with, uh, you know, pottery or painting. It may be with some other physical discipline. It may be, again, with some other thinking discipline. It may be a particular skill that they've learned in their job um, or a hobby, or they might be really good at chess. You know, there may be certain pockets of their experience where they wouldn't say that they feel powerless, where they would say that they feel competent, that they feel powerful. But these are the exceptions, and the the overriding dynamic in their life and the overriding force that shapes their overall experience when you're playing at this victim level, so to speak, is limitation, restriction, um, a victim, meaning at the mercy of other people, and their wants and desires and agendas and such, and again, forces beyond their control. And again, if you look around, you'll see that the vast majority of the people that are on this planet playing the human game are playing at this level. Now, there's a second level that you can play the human game at. And in this second level, much of what I just said that's at the victim level is still in place, you still feel powerless in the face of certain people. You still feel powerless in the face of forces beyond your control, including the ones that I mentioned when describing the victim level. But in this level, you begin to have a sense and perhaps to have tools and techniques and strategies and perhaps philosophies that begin to... um, begin to allow you to feel that you have a little bit more power or, in certain ways and areas, a lot more power over uh, your experience and what happens to you. Now, where you appear to get this kind of power comes from different places. It can come from you learning simple, what I would call, success techniques that you might learn in um, relationships, that you might learn for business, be it sales or marketing or management or leadership or finance. Um, it, it, I call these kinds of things mainstream success techniques, um, which don't really address who you really are. They don't really address what you're really doing here. They don't really understand uh, address how things work while you're here. They don't really address what you're really capable of while playing the game. The more kind of philosophical aspects, uh, what I hear I'm calling the truth with capital T's as I defined it in episode one. But they are ways that you can, in fact, experience having more power and ability to shape what happens to you, but at a mainstream kind of a level. Again, you can learn a sales technique that helps you to be more effective in selling and to make more money, or a marketing technique that helps you to create more customers for your business, or some other kind of a technique or a strategy or a tool that you can use to become better at your job, or a better parent, or a a better partner in a relationship, or a better friend, um, or to take care of your body um, in a better way. But again, it doesn't really have anything to do with what I would call Truth with a capital T. But nevertheless, there are things that you can learn, knowledge that you can acquire, uh, techniques and tools and strategies that you can implement that begin to shift the pure victim kind of a mentality that's that's part of the first level of playing the human game into you being more powerful. And then in what is typically called um, self-help, personal growth, personal development. In some cases, it might be in what you call religion uh, or spiritual thought or teachings. We start to get into the realm of what I call the truth with capital T's, and it may not be an accurate depiction of the truth, but we start to get into that realm. We start to get into what I talk about as the invisible world, the power in the invisible world that you cannot see, but that you can learn to tap And when we start playing at the second level, which is, I've got a little power, we'll call it. So the first level we'll call pure victim. The second level we'll call, I've got a little power. These are the kinds of things that you learn that might be the mainstream self-help techniques, which again we'll be talking a lot more about in future episodes, like affirmations, uh, visualization, uh, goal setting, um, manifestation techniques, the law of attraction, uh, these kinds of things, or in some of the more esoteric schools of philosophy or what used to be called mystical or mystery schools, there are all kinds of exercises and processes that you you use, which may involve what I call closed-eye processes, may involve meditation, may involve meditation. may be involved with learning various ways to get in touch with the invisible aspects of who you really are, uh, or your, um, let's let's call it esoteric anatomy. This might be things like chakras, or energy fields, or the elements, or different things that are part of the mystical or the esoteric teachings, or the mystery school teachings, ancient teachings which enable you to tap even more power in order to create or attract, um, to start shaping what it is that you want to have in your life, to what I call change, fix, or improve the things in your life that you are not satisfied with. And there are a zillion different approaches for this. There are a zillion different models for this. You know, I just use a zillion loosely. Obviously, there's not really a zillion, but I just mean there's a lot of them. And there's a lot of them that I know about, because I've been studying these kinds of things since I was a teenager, and at the time of this recording, I'm 52. And I'm sure there's a bunch of others that you're aware of that I may not be aware of, and then I'm sure there's a ton of these throughout the world that neither of us are aware of, but that other players are embracing and have been embracing, perhaps for thousands of years, perhaps recently. Where, again, you begin to get a little bit of power, and you begin to feel that you have more ability that you are more than who you really think you are in the kind of personal development, self-help, the things that get into the realm of the truth, unlike a pure technique, you know, again, like goal setting or sales or marketing that have nothing to do with the truth. But when you start getting into the realm of the truth, even if it's distorted or it's incomplete or it's inaccurate, you begin to get more of a sense that you're not such a victim that you have a lot more power, that you ultimately have the ability to have a lot more say and control in what happens to you, how things impact you, and how to go about getting the things that you really want. Now, the interesting thing is, at the victim level, because it's pure victim, in general, as I mentioned, there's so many things that you want that you aren't experiencing. There are so many things that you don't like that you're experiencing and you feel powerless to change, fix, or improve. So as I mentioned, it's not a happy camper uh, layer, and there's so level and way to play and there's so many things that you're not happy about. When you move into playing at the I got a little bit of power level, it can still appear that way because as you'll discover as you move deeper into the additional episodes in this show... All of our human experiences are custom designed by us, for us, in order to support us in having the kind of human experience, the unique and specific human experience that we really want to have. And even though it seems like there are rules and formulas and we're all the same and these kinds of things, we're not and everything is unique and custom designed down to a very deep level, even if it appears to be the same. And so it can be very different there there can be experiences in the I've got a little power level of playing the game where you learn these philosophies about you're so much more than who you think you are you learn the techniques you learn the strategies you learn the tools you learn the universal laws so called and then you attempt to invoke them to use these tools these techniques these strategies, and your life still doesn't change. And so even though you've gotten a taste and you're playing at this level, this second level, it can still be just as frustrating. You can feel just as powerless. You can feel just as angry and upset and less than, so to speak, because you believe in the philosophies. You believe in the tools. You believe in the strategies and the techniques, but they're not working for you at all. And so you're playing at a different level, but the experience can be very similar to what it was or is at the victim level. The other way that the second level, the I got a little bit of power level, can work is that you embrace the philosophies, you embrace the tools, the techniques, and the strategies, and you use them. And sometimes they work for you and sometimes they don't. Sometimes you make changes and they last, and they stay consistent, and sometimes you make a change and it doesn't last. But it's inconsistent. There isn't the magic bullet. There isn't the magic formula There is that always works. There isn't the law that if you invoke it, it always gives you what you want. It's a very spotty thing at this layer, at this level, for reasons that you'll discover in future episodes of the show. Now... Most of these kinds of things are promoted, are marketed, are shared as if they're magic bullets, and they work all the time, and you can get anything you want, no matter what it is, if you use these strategies, but if you look closely and you look honestly, you find that that just isn't the case. They work sometimes, but not other times. They work for some people, but not other people, and they work for the same people sometimes, but not other times. And what tends to happen as part of the lie, the illusion, and the story, as I've defined it, is that we selectively delete out or we rationalize away why it didn't work when it didn't work, and we focus on the few times that it does work, and then we say, you see, it's the magic bullet, it really works. So in this second level of playing the human game, you begin to feel that you have a little bit more power. Maybe you begin to feel intellectually like you have a lot more power, depending on what philosophy it is that you embrace. But when you actually use tools, techniques, and strategies at this level to try to change, fix, or improve your life, your experiences, to achieve goals, produce results, you find out that it's very inconsistent and spotty, no matter how consistent or reliable or um, infallible it may appear to be in the way that it's communicated or shared. So ultimately, at this second level, there is still frustration, there is still anger, there is still powerlessness, there is still frustration, there are still lots and lots and lots of wants and desires that are not fulfilled, um, uh, things that we want that we do not have, many, many things we want to change, fix, or improve that we are not able to change, fix, or improve. Now there's also a third level, a third way to play the human game. And on my personal journey, I began, like so many other people, at the first level. Pure victim, in a sense, uh, when I was younger. And then when I got into my teens and 20s, I started playing the game at the second level. the I got a little bit of power here and had the kinds of experiences that I just explained. And then when I was 46, I began playing at this third level. And I, in my own work, call this third level either the busting loose or the phase two work. And at this level, you begin to play the game more and more and more from a direct experience of the truth with capital T's. And what I mean by that is you become aware intellectually of what you might call philosophies or intellectual tidbits or pieces of wisdom, whatever you might want to call it, about the truth of who you really are. And again, there's so much more about this in the homework area of the private membership site that goes along with this show. You become aware of that and you begin to take a journey that over time, and I have to emphasize over time, this is not a 30, 60, 90 day thing. In general, I tell people that expect it to take multiple years and if it takes shorter, fine, but expect it to take multiple years. But there's a journey that you take where you expand more and more and more into a direct experience of the truth. And at this level, you're able to play the human game, as I mentioned in the previous episode, with no limits or restrictions at all, except the limits and restrictions that you choose to impose upon yourself in order to create a game to play that's enjoyable for you or to support you in playing the human game at this level in the way that you want. And so... You can play at all three of these levels, and, and they're all equally magnificent. They are all equally amazing. One is not better than the other, even though it would seem like it is. There is no hierarchy here, even though it would seem like there is. They're just different ways of playing the game. They're, in essence, golf and tennis. They're different games. They're played on different fields, in a sense. They're played with different tools. And if you're going to get coaching, you're going to get coaching from a different coach that has a different kind of an expertise. But they're all equally magnificent. They're all very rewarding. They're all very fun. For the infinite being that you really are, playing at all three levels is fun. And there is an extraordinary experience to play an extraordinary game at this third level of I got all the power and I'm creating everything down to the smallest detail. And so, in the future episodes of the Illusions and Truth show, we'll be talking about the lies, the illusions, and the stories that dominate at the victim level, that dominate at the I got a little bit of power level, and that ultimately get confronted, collapsed, and replaced at the I've got all the power and I'm creating everything level that is where I'm playing and where other people that are involved in my sphere of influence are marching towards playing at ever-expanding levels. In many of the episodes of this podcast, I have referred to the teachings that I share in my sphere of influence. If you're unfamiliar with them and you'd like to get a detailed introduction and you really enjoy learning by watching videos, I'd like to invite you to visit my website and access a series of videos I created that are called A Spiritual Teaching for Modern Times. There's no charge for the videos. You can watch them on my website or you can download them and watch them on the device of your choosing. They are my gift to you. Just go to robertscheinfeld.com forward slash modern. robertscheinfeld.com forward slash modern. M-O-D-E-R-N. robertscheinfeld.com forward slash modern. That completes another episode of the Illusions and Truth show with Robert Scheinfeld.